Road America is your national park of speed. The SVRA Vintage, Moto America Superbikes, Vintage Motofest, the NTT IndyCar Weekend, SCCA Junior Sprints, the Trans Am Speed Tour, IMSA, and more. It's racing at its best. Go to roadamerica.com. show welcome cloudy drizzly day kind of the mood of brewers fans right now that's all right back at it get a win tonight tomorrow sunny nice we're good to go no problem hopefully you're enjoying the day today 877-867-1670 877-867-1671 hit us up please feel free to go ahead and do so again 877-867-1670 1670. So the Green Bay Packers, and we're going to hear this hour from both Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Rodgers speaking yesterday uh, after practice to the media and had some interesting things to say, some of which you heard uh, if you were listening to us right there at the top of the hour. But uh, but right now, I want to take a listen. Uh, Matt LaFleur uh, just was at the podium just uh, a little bit ago, and uh, he had this to t- say when it came to talking back and forth to the media and about the uh, Packers minicamps thus far. So here's a basic question. How did Aaron Rodgers look from the football yesterday? The same he always does. You know, it's just like riding a bike for him. Um, you know, you kind of – I was telling somebody yesterday, just when you see it every day, you, you can take it for granted. And then you don't see it for a period of time, and he comes back, and you see how just effortless it is. You're like, wow. I mean, it it just reminds you how special it is. Matt, what are your what are your early impressions of Sammy Watkins and what you Yeah, so um, obviously we have history going back to LA together, so that that definitely gives you. Um, a pretty good idea of what he's capable of doing. And I still think just, you know, I don't think his game has fallen off at all since we were together in 2017. I just, you know, a little bit has been maybe a little bit lack of opportunity. But um, I think he's a guy that's out there working hard. And, um, you know, he's going to be a big part of our offense. From your perspective, is there one common thread where in which players generally develop the most when they're going from their first year to their second year? Where do you see the biggest improvement generally? I think that's that's tough to say because each individual is different, right? And each position group is a little bit different in terms of just um, how fast these guys get acclimated to our game and how fast they mature. But uh, I, I think by and large for most second-year players, they're much more comfortable in knowing what to do, which allows them to play much much faster. I think a lot of times there's a lot of information that's getting thrown at these guys. And, I shoot, I can even speak for myself. When I first got into the league in, in 2008 with the Houston Texans, it took me a while to fully understand and grasp all the, the little details of the offense because I truly think that's what separates – you know, good from great in this league. It's just all the finer points, all the details, your ability to go out there and and play fast and not get bogged down by your thinking. So I think that's, for for most second-year players, I think that's where you see the most growth. Matt, 
Do you expect a resolution with Allen anytime soon on that front? How are things going there? You know, that's that's something that obviously I always stay out of those situations. I mean, certainly hopeful that um, one does come to a resolution here quickly. Uh, we obviously would love him to be here with us. He's a big part of our football team, not only just by his play, but just how he goes out there and works and um, helps the other guys along. Is there concern that, that he's not here, or does the fact that he has a lot of rapport built up with Aaron already maybe make that less detrimental? Yeah, I, to be honest with you, again, it's I haven't put a ton of thought into just we're going to coach who, who is here, and like I said, we'd love for him to be here. Obviously, he's been in our system for a couple of years, so I definitely don't have any reservations of him not knowing what to do when he gets here. Um, but and, and I'm I'll, I'll say that I'm fairly confident that I know he's he's a pro and he knows how to take care of his body and whatnot. But obviously, you want everybody here just to again to kind of build that team chemistry because every year is a little bit different and shoot I know you guys were in that locker room there's a lot of new faces in there so it's it's good for just everybody learning one another You know, last year, not having him around, he, Jair's got an unbelievable energy that he brings each and every day, and he has a lot of fun out there on the field. And I think, you know, his teammates feed off that. So we we missed that obviously last year when not having him. Now, thankfully, we had some other guys really, you know, step up, given their opportunities. When you look at what Stokes was able to do and what. Rasul was able to do so we've got a lot of depth you know with those three guys right there and um but yeah I just think Jair again he just brings so much to the team in terms of just how he prepares on a daily basis how he competes on a daily basis and elevate everybody around him going back to Sammy for a second um you said you don't think his play has dropped off Aaron made a comment yesterday that he likes guys that have something to prove and that he feels like Sammy's in that spot. Do you kind of see that look in Sammy's eye too, that he wants to kind of prove what he's still got left and what he's capable of? Yeah, I would say so, and that's that's been part of our conversation. And um, I know he's, he's highly motivated, and, um, you know, I, I would always bet just watching the way he works and the way he handles his business, um, you know, he's, he's a true pro, so... I think you're going to get a, we're going to get a great version of Sammy Watkins. Back to the corners, Matt. You had Rasul in the slot yesterday. At least some. I realize nothing's probably set in stone at this point, but it's not a spot that he's played a whole lot of in his career. But what do you like about him in that spot? Uh, there's so much to like about him at any spot on the field. Just the competitiveness that he plays with. I mean, he's got that dog mentality that we're looking for, and uh, but he's an extremely intelligent player. And he's tough. He'll, he'll he'll know what to do and how to fit certain runs because, you know, that is a quite a transition when you're going from outside to inside. Just in terms of how you fit and all the in all your run fits and whatnot, and all the different nuances that are involved with with that nickel position. That 
you know, you don't quite experience outside at corner. So we're going to try a lot of different com- combinations and, and try to find, you know, the best guys that, that fit that spot and, and try to get our best 11 on the field at all times. We think of slot as on both sides of the ball, kind of smaller, quicker in the, in the middle of the field. Is someone with Rasul's size, can that be advantageous at, at that position being closer to the ball? Yeah, absolutely. Again, he's he's big, he's physical, he's he's fearless, um, and he's super intelligent. So, I think you'll you'll probably see a good mix of of all those guys kind of going in there and try to figure out what the best fit will be for us. That's a great question. Is it raining? It is. It is. What do you guys want to do? <laughs> Yeah. My, no, my, my notebook likes to stay dry. Yeah. <laughs> then we're definitely going outside. Are there any players you coach or coached against who stick out just in terms of making a remarkably big leap from first year, rookie year to second year? That's, I don't know if there's anybody that comes to your mind. I wouldn't say right now in the moment, um, but yeah, we, we've seen it so many times. Um, you know, guys are always kind of making that big jump. So, but for me to say off the top of my head right now, I wasn't prepared for that. Sorry. Thanks, Wallers. In this setting, at training camp, how important is that mesh between your veterans and a lot of your younger players that are working side by side with Kenny Clark on the defensive line and Andre Campbell and some of your veteran veteran wide receivers? How important at this time is that mesh? Oh, I think it's incredibly important. I think these young guys can learn from, from, you know, every moment they're around our older veterans. Just in terms of how you approach this game on a daily basis, how you how you prepare uh, for practice, how you react in meetings. Um, there's just so many people for these young guys to learn from within each room, which is which is a great luxury for us to have and. You know, you can never get these young guys ready fast enough. So um, just in terms of the standards of how we operate and execute on a daily basis. Matt, what did you see from adjustment-wise from your rookies and even uh, players who have played with Aaron a whole lot, like Sammy Watkins? How did you see them adjust him with him running the offense? Yeah, well, you know, the majority of the stuff that Aaron was involved in was jog through tempo. So it's it's kind of hard to say right now, but I, th- I think that – there were some things that definitely have come up, and Aaron does such a great job of when he sees something, whether it's you know right or wrong, whatever it may be, of having conversations with those guys and kind of telling them what he's thinking and what they should be looking at. And so I think the more that they're around each other, that th- those conversations will happen organically, and you know we'll get everybody on the same page. You talked about the leadership of veterans. I just wanted with Mercedes specifically. <clears throat> Having a new tight ends coach and everything, just what has his leadership meant just in that room? Yeah, Sadie's is as good as they get. And, uh, again, just a guy that has been able to play as long as he has um, is something special. So I, I think all these guys, and shoot, it'll be great for, for John Dunn as well to to get around Sadie's. And, obviously, they, they've been to – you know, around each other for the past year, but to be in that room is a little bit different. So I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some, some great learning and growth for both of those guys together in, in that room 
as a whole. Excuse me, what was that last part? What does the Aaron Rodgers by proxy rule book look like? Man, that's a great word. I don't even know what that means, but uh, I'll try to answer your question. So, um, yeah, no, Cobby just, again, a guy that's played a lot of ball, that's been around this system for, you know, the last year, but around Aaron his entire career for the most part. So he can teach those guys just when, when certain things come up. That's why it's so important for us to go out there and get reps because it's impossible to sit there and talk about everything that, that you want a guy to know in the classroom. Some things just come up organically on the field based on whatever is presented to you. So, but to, but to have a veteran like that um, and show those young guys exactly how to do uh, whatever it is we want them to do is, is such a great luxury. Two different training camps. You had the one that was abbreviated because of COVID, and then last year you had that buy or whatever before the first game. Is there anything different that you want to camp this year? Is there anything to increase you know, competition or anything like that, intensity to it? What do you think you've heard? Yeah, that's, that's something that we're kind of going through right now, and obviously. Um, having new leadership and special teams as well and incorporating some of Rich's ideas. Uh, you guys can tell, I'm sure it's, it looks a little bit different out there uh, in that phase. So, um, but again, we're kind of working through all that right now. Can you say with Rich here how your special team segments have changed a little bit? More time or more often? Well, I would say, yeah, a combination of all that. They're, they're, we have dedicated a little bit more time to it, and you can see, like, the majority of our veteran players are a part of it. So they kind of set the standard for it. And, um, you know, in a pinch, they'll know exactly what to do if if they have to go out there. Um, you know, nobody's really exempt from it. So I think that kind of brings a mentality and, and really stresses the importance of it. And we all know the importance of, of that phase of the game and, um, you know, I also think just the intensity of of that portion of practice has really picked up as well. And Goody said after the draft, he was talking about Tyler Davis. He said, "I think we might have something there." And then a couple of weeks ago, you were saying that Rich really liked Tyler too. Um, at what point last year did you, as the head of the offense part, start to think, "Hey, this kid could really help us"? You've given him a lot of one reps this off season. When did he kind of start to really catch your eye, and what do you think of what you've got there? Yeah, I would say a couple of weeks into it, um, you know, he, you you try to evaluate everything. So the majority of his reps were on the scout team, and certainly you could see the speed. You can see that stuff kind of jumps out to you. But as he was able to kind of grasp what we were asking from that position and for him to get opportunities in practice – and he starts making the most of it, and then you get into that Baltimore game, and he makes that big play on when they ran that double corner blitz on us. Um, I mean, that that got us pretty excited. And just, you know, his background's pretty interesting, having a quarterback background. Um, you know, he's still, I would say, fairly young at the position. So I think there's a lot of room for growth 
in front of him, but I think he attacks it the right way, and he's got a great grasp of not only what he's supposed to do, but everybody around him, and, and you can really, I think you can maximize your own potential by knowing what everybody's doing around you. Does that happen a lot for you as a coach where a guy does something in a game and it catches your attention and you think, okay, let's let's see what else he can do? And isn't it, it's incumbent on him to make sure that that one play leads to more opportunities like it has, right? I mean, there can be guys that flash and it never gets more than just a flash. Sure, absolutely. But I, I, th- I think that's that's our responsibility to give those guys opportunities to, you know, either, either make the play or not. So, um, you know. Luckily for us, he, he made that play, and hopefully he continues to build upon that and makes more plays along the way. Laurie said he really spent the offseason getting his body right. Have you noticed a difference in him, and what do you think that could do for him in year two? Yeah, I think um, just, again, one of the, I guess, bigger jumps for a lot of young players is just they don't always understand how hard you have to practice, how hard you have to play on every play it's not like college when they're out there for a hundred plays a game and there's times when you have to reserve your your energy level to uh be able to get through the entire game that that's not an option here because if you don't play your hardest on every play at this level you're going to get exposed so i think just what i've noticed from him is just his conditioning he's so much He's in much better shape, and he's able to go much harder for a a longer period of time. Thank you, guys. There you go. That is Matt LaFleur in a meeting with the media just a little bit earlier today. We'll talk about some of the things that he had to discuss when we come back. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill. They have many different things going on, including some of the raffles and including some charity events coming up. But if you're just looking for good food, place to go watch the game, sit out on that deck uh, overlooking Pewaukee Lake and uh, and Smokey's uh, Bait Shop right there at the boat launch. Really cool place. A lot of great people inside. Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill. And they've got musical acts on the weekends. And as summer heats up, that's... It's one of the places to be. Good stuff out there at Curly. Stay tuned. We got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Get the Road America app. You can listen live to the Trackwide PA broadcast with real time updates on the races, driver interviews, sponsor details, and so much more. The app also allows you to watch live cams of popular locations all around the track. Go to RoadAmerica.com. We continue on. Um, Al LaFleur, some interesting things to say. First and foremost, he was emphatic when talking about Alan Lazard saying, look, uh, nothing we can do about it right now. We just <laughs> we got to coach the guys that are here, and that's it. Nothing more we can do. So uh, as much as he would like to talk about, you know, um, Aaron or uh, Alan Lazard and him not being in camp, he said, "Look, we're just uh, we're we're trying to coach the guys that are here. That that's it. That's it. Nothing more. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Want to hit us up? 
Uh, he talked a little bit about Aaron Rodgers, obviously. Um, you know, there was uh, some thought there about, you know, how how is he doing? How does he look? I mean, you can go on and on, but, um, you know, he looks good. He talked about some of the dynamic and some of the guys that, uh, you know, obviously Sammy Watkins coming into the system and how he feels about that. I, you, the, the bottom line is that you're not going to get a lot of um, – you know, this time of year, they don't have the pads on. They're not hitting each other. They're not banging it around, you know. So, yeah, there's there's not a lot to, to kind of garner out of these things, out of these these uh, these pressers for the minicamp. Uh, you don't get a whole lot. So that's about all you have really to kind of kind of nosh on a little bit. He's a little bit funny, you know, a little bit more loose than than normal, and you get a chance to to. Yeah, that's a great word. I don't even know what that means. There you go. Right. Good um, day for me, Bill. Yeah, exactly. You get a few drops in there, you know. That's it. You get a few of those things, but for the most part, it it's. It's kind of standard. Uh, you're you're trying to draw something out of him, whether it's injury updates or whatever. He's just not going to give it to you. Not right now. He's doing his best, saying hello, and calling it a day after that. Um, he did, um, as, as Ben, you kind of noted, he did like the special teams discussion, uh, the special teams answer about how, yeah, they're going to put a concentration there and, and how, do you have that? Do you have the answer to, you know, in regards to special teams, how you kind of amped up your, your attention to special teams? I'll grab it. Okay. See if you can grab that. But the bottom line is, is, is it would almost be like saying, duh, to, to say that we're going to go about special teams as usual, I think would be. Uh, about the dumbest thing you could do after what we witnessed last year. You know that uh, Basaccia is a guy that they spent money on to bring in to bolster, not just make it a little better, but a lot better than what it was from last year. Obviously, you go out and get a new punter, and that punter already has a relationship with Mason Crosby, and you would assume that, the, as Mason put it, the operation is better, already noticeably better. Which, you know, how many points did they leave on the field last year with missed field goal opportunities, you know, and a few PATs as well. Uh, but then you get into coverage, returns, punts, uh, field goal unit blocking. You know, it wasn't like there was just one ineptitude. There was numerous ineptitudes last year when it came to special teams. So Basachi has his work cut out for him in that sense. Because you can almost throw a, a dart at a dartboard over anything regarding special teams and say, you know, holy mackerel, it, it just overall, it just sucked. Here's the full exchange between Matt LaFleur and Mike Clemens with the follow-up, by the way, but take a listen. Yeah, that's that's something that we're kind of going through right now. And obviously um, having new leadership in, in special teams as well and incorporating some of Rich's ideas. Uh, you guys can tell, I'm sure it's, it looks a little bit different out there uh, in, in that phase so um but again we're kind of working through all that right now can you say with rich here how your special team segments have changed a little bit more time or more often well, i would say yeah a combination of all that there, there we have dedicated a little bit more time to it and you can see like 
the majority of our veteran players are a part of it. So they kind of set the standard for it. And, um, you know, in a pinch, they'll know exactly what to do if, if they have to go out there. Um, you know, nobody's really exempt from it. So I think that kind of brings a mentality and, and really stresses the importance of it. And we all know the importance of, of that phase of the game. And, um, you know, I also think just the intensity of, of that portion of practice has really picked up as well. There you go. You would expect that portion of practice and the intensity and the um, the attention to detail to become more microscopic because everything was just bad, for lack of a better term. Everything was just bad last year in regards to that. So you are hoping that things get better, uh, a lot better this season. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up, feel free to go ahead and do so. When we come back, though, when we come back, though, um, you've got uh, Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers met with the media as well. So I want you to hear some of the back and forth of what Aaron Rodgers had to discuss. We'll get into that when we come back. Stay tuned. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Road America, your national park of speed, has great offers for everyone. Military members, veterans, kids, student passes, groups, and corporate offers as well. Cure your need for speed by going to roadamerica.com. That's roadamerica.com. Quick Trip, the Quick Trip 250 right around the corner, and they're getting you registered to not only win that 2022 Chevy, Ca- uh, Chevy Camaro, uh, the SS, but they're, they're also giving away some cash here throughout the summer as well. A lot of stuff going on at Quick Trip, and I know going and getting gas is not the favorite thing, but if you're going to go in and uh, maybe get some eggs, some milk, some bread, whatever it happens, bananas, uh, but stop in right now, get some extra Pepsi products or a Jack Link's products, you get some extra registrations. For the uh, Camaro SS, great stuff. A lot of good things happening over at Quick Trip, big time. Love going into that place. Did not stop there today, as a matter of fact. Did not stop there today. But usually I'm in there almost every day, just picking something up in the morning before, once I get out of the gym and coming over uh, to be on the air. But today was not out and about. I just got up and rolled out of bed. Uh, Got a little bit of a workout in this morning downstairs, and that was it. But uh, tomorrow we'll be back at Quick Trip for sure. But stop in. Get yourself registered. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. So we talked a little bit about what Matt LaFleur had to say. So Aaron Rodgers spoke to the media, says he is excited about the, the veteran receivers that are in camp. Excited about Randall. We put a lot of football together. Excited about Sandy. Excited about Alan Lazard. I mean, he's... He's been our dirty work guy for most of his career here. Now he's got an opportunity to be a, a number one receiver. So I'm not worried about him at all stepping in that role. I've talked to him a lot. Uh, I know how he takes care of his body, and I know he'll be ready when he's here. He'll be ready. They know that. They understand that. It's good news. Don't get me wrong, but 
Rodgers, uh, you know, looking forward to getting his all of his weapons around. And he's going to need them all. I mean, there's not one guy that uh, they're not going to have to use at some point throughout this season. At some point. Aaron Rodgers also says, hey, looks like, uh, you know, uh, he, he the offensive line, while it's not David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins and such up there, at least he likes the looks of what he sees thus far. Every time you look at the line during training camp, you're thinking, ah, you know, who's going to be the five? Who's going to be the ten? At any end of the season, and you got guys playing, you may not expect it to play well, and they're out there balling. So I don't really worry about that group over the years. They've been coached so well, and they played pretty damn well over the years too. Um, the the question about uh, Devon. I'm glad somebody asked this, uh, at least about Devon Adams and. The fact that uh, it came up after the fact, after Rodgers had been talking so much on the Pat McAfee show about, you know, well, you know, my return and, you know, hoping to get Devontae signed and such. And then he talks about Devontae actually wanting to leave Green Bay. I was in the conversation the entire time. Devontae and I have, uh, you know, been close friends over the years. So I was in the conversations with him. We had, you know, many heart-to-hearts. And ultimately, you know, he felt like he wanted to be in Las Vegas and uh, asked me to help him get there. So in the end, it was, uh, you know, the only option uh, in in his mind, and and that's what he wanted. Kind of short. The only option in his mind. Did it sound like Ben? Did it sound like he was disappointed and a little bit aggravated there? A bit, yeah, yeah. I mean, partially, I think he's disappointed and aggravated. He has to talk about it, right? You know? Right. Yeah, it's. Uh, we're going to play that again. This is Aaron Rodgers talking about Devontae Adams and Devontae uh, wanting to leave Green Bay. Just listen to the tone of Aaron Rodgers' voice. I was in the conversation the entire time. Devontae and I have, uh, you know, been close friends over the years. So I was in the conversations with him. We had, you know, many heart-to-hearts. And ultimately, you know, he felt like he wanted to be in Las Vegas and uh, asked me to help him get there. So in the end, it was, uh, you know, the only option uh, in in his mind, and and that's what he wanted. There you go. There you go. That is the only option. It's the only option in his mind. A little interesting the way he's, he put that. Um, anyway, uh, he goes on the expectations of the receivers and the receiver room and, and what it's going to look like with all these new guys. I like production over potential. Uh, we have some production. We have a lot of potential. So we need to uh, we need to temper expectations and heighten the accountability. I think that's the most important thing for those guys. There's guys who've done some things in the league, and there's guys that haven't. They're going to get opportunities. So reasonable expectations for those guys. And then high expectations and accountability for the entire room. High expectations and accountability. Already laying it down. Laying it down. The expectations and the accountability and such in the receiver room. In other words, to say, hey, guys, get studied up. Big time. Get studied up. Now, here's the here's the almost, I will say, the million-dollar question. Aaron Rodgers coming off of the back-to-back MVP seasons. This is maybe the the. 1B question. How much do you have left in the tank? Playing is easy. That's the easy part. It's the other part that's a grind. You, know, you wear a lot of hats as a quarterback, and it's more than just playing on Sundays. And I think at some point, the grind gets to all of us. And every year, it seems like a slightly bigger commitment to commit to being the guy again in, in another season. Um, and it just comes down to where I'm, where I'm at. So there you go. 
just kind of comes down to where he's at. Nothing to see here right now. Just, you know, ready to do my thing. Goes back to, though, the loss out of that room, out of that receiver room of Devontae Adams. I was obviously disappointed, but not going to stand in his way, you know, as he pursues the next step in his career. Not going to change our friendship and uh, said talk to him a bunch. Was trying to actually connect with him in Vegas when I was out there, but yeah, I love Devontae and I wish him, I like truly wish him well. You know, sometimes you say you wish people well and you're like, I truly wish Devontae well. I love him uh, like a brother and I appreciate everything that we accomplished together. Little, little more complimentary there. A little more complimentary there. So uh, then the next question um, is, you know, when it comes to the minicamp, the mandatory minicamp, uh, is there a specific reason other than just the fact that there's obviously the fines that could come with it? You know, why are you at this minicamp as opposed to last year? Love being around the guys. It's been a nice off season. I appreciate my team back in Southern California and the work we put in, but uh, it's good to be back out here with the guys and get to meet uh, Christian and Romeo and, and get reacclimated with some of the uh, some of the older guys. You know, it's just about timing and uh, them feeling the cadence and the urgency and stuff. And uh, just nice to be back in the building with these people. And- uh, which, you know, again, it gets it goes back to just trying to do everything he can to get on the same page with these guys. Now, this is the million-dollar soundbite because all the consternation about wanting out of Green Bay, will he try to force his way out next year? Does he not want to be here? Without Devontae, what kind of, depending on the season he has, will he leave? All that kind of stuff. Or will he just walk away? Rodgers says, yeah, it's Packers or bust. You say I'm only playing one more year and you have a bitter taste in your mouth and still got the drive and the passion to play one or two more years, I just don't want to get pigeonholed into it. So I'm focused on this season. I'm never going to drag it out in the offseason. The conversations I've had with Brian have been very honest and and direct, and that's not going to change. And and we'll sit down after the season and hopefully after a championship and figure out what the next step is. There you go. Hopefully after a championship, we'll figure out what the next step is. I like the fact that he threw that in there. Uh, he also says the most important thing for the young wide receivers right now is just being able to get the, the, this mental aspect of the offense down. You know, as much as conversation around the, the importance of me being here and how much that means to the young guys, the most important thing for the young guys right now is learn the offense. And like I've said many times, there's two offenses. There's the offense on paper, and then there's the offense that gets run on the field. So they need to learn the offense on paper first, and once they get that down, then we'll have plenty of time in training camp to get the other offense down. Doesn't sound like he's coming back for some of the other uh, voluntary workouts because he says, oh, yeah, the young wide receivers, yeah, they, they know what's expected of them, even if I'm not around. We got, you know, my closest buddy on the team with those guys every single day, Randall Cobb, and he's been here the entire time just about. So he's passing along everything they need to know about playing with me and expectations and signals and unspoken communication and nonverbal stuff. And they just got to feel me once, you know, we get back for training camp and it gets real. Um, there'll be expectations for him, but reasonable expectations. There you go. There you go. 877-867-1670, Hit us up if you choose to do so. 877-867-1670. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, some thoughts on what maybe you just heard from Aaron Rodgers. Maybe when you didn't hear from Aaron Rodgers. What would you have liked to have heard from Aaron Rodgers? 
Stay tuned. This portion of the program being brought to you by our good friends over there at Dwayne's Cover It All. Been talking about him for a long time, whether it's boat cover, upholstery, whatever it happens to be. If you've got office furniture, you've got furniture in your house, maybe you've got uh, some, maybe you're a gym and you want to recover. Rather than buy all new, you want to recover all the gym equipment, they can do that as well. All you got to do is get a hold of our buddy Dwayne, Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. That is Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. Again, Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. Dot com. Good stuff from him, and I encourage you, highly encourage you, to uh, to get there. Uh, if you got anything going on, you can give them a shout because he just does fant- fantastic work. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. With the Road America Season Pass, you have access to over 50 days of on-track action. Half-price entry for the Sunset Cruise and Morning Drive events. Select private track rentals, the annual Season Pass holder luncheon, and so much more. Go to RoadAmerica.com. Welcome back. Aaron Rodgers wants to be a Green Bay Packer, puts that to bed. So he's not going anywhere. Okay, so that's good news. When you heard that, you probably went, whew, okay, gotcha, gotcha. We're good with that. Good with that. Then came the, whether it's this year or next year, or he's not going to put a time limit on it. I understand it because you don't want to be locked in. Because if you say, well, I only got two more years left in me, well, then the whole world goes nuts. But you kind of wonder, right? You kind of wonder how, how much longer he's got left, how much longer he wants to, to play. Um, so you kind of look at it and think, well, you know what? I've got, uh, I've got a period of time here where I'm going to be, you know, kind of setting my sights on a championship and, and – I think you have to look at it as, will you have one year? Will you have two? Will you have five to get there? Because otherwise the anxiety rises. If you know this is it, the anxiety rises, you know, at least for Rodgers and then Packers fans. I mean, if for everybody else on the team, they're, they're contracted. It is what it is. But I think for Aaron Rodgers, I, don't you get the sense, Ben, that he's still, you know, now we'll we'll see this year, but he's still got enough to play another three years at least, right? Oh, no doubt. Especially, I mean, on the field physically, yes. The question I would have is if three years includes everything else that goes with playing, then maybe not three. But physically, I would say longer than three if we're right. just talking yeah, about games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would too. I, I I just think that just straight out games, I think he's got a lot left in a tank. Let's do. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, do it. Um, did you like what you heard from Aaron Rodgers? What do you think you have in Aaron Rodgers? And he did sound like, hey, I'm here for the mandatory minicamp, but this is it. I'll see you come training camp. These guys, they have my best friend, Randall Cobb, in the room. He can tell them what they need to do. I don't need to be here to tell them that. But going back to the question that Matt LaFleur answered the other day, 
there is an energy and a presence and a swagger when Aaron Rodgers walks into that room. It, 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 it's, um, it's, it's just, uh, it's just different. It's just different. 877-867-1670, Wenzel, Wenzel, what you got, man? How you doing today? Good, Dave. Uh, Aaron's always going to be the guy with the smartest in the room, the ego and all that. But you know what? Guy's a gamer, you know? And he, he does his homework, so he expects everybody else to do theirs. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one thing I didn't like what he said, I'm kind of being like him right now, passive, passive. Um, these people, good to be back here with these people. Not teammates, not you know, my boys, stuff like that, you know? He's by far the best quarterback ever to play the position. You know? What do you think? Mm-hmm. No, I I agree. I mean, look, he doesn't – in Aaron – I appreciate the phone call. Aaron Rodgers does not have to be at any of these camps. Aaron Rodgers could phone it in and then just show up and play great. That That's – and I've said that before. I don't care. Go do it. Go do it. But don't come here middle of the season – and not be on the same page with Christian Watson or not be on the same page with Dubs or Amari Rogers or have things you need to work out when quite a few people have talked about the ability to grow relationships on and off the field, get to know somebody on and off the field. This is when it starts. So I don't look, if you go out and throw for, you know, 45 touchdowns and 5,500 yards and you go create, that's fine. But if you lose games, you get into the postseason talking about, well, this level of trust or that level, you know, you, you, you can't go there because this is the opportunity now over the last few weeks to really be able to sit down with these guys and say, okay, let's see what you know. Let's see what information you need from me. Let's not work on it in the season or just in training camp. Let's work on it now. Go back to what you did when you put the extra effort in to get your Michael Finley on the same page. And you weren't even talking football then. You were talking life. But you needed that relationship. You know, we heard uh, earlier when we played from years gone by, uh, Peyton Manning. You just, Russell Wilson's flying guys into his home to get on the same page. Now, granted, he's learning a new system, but he's trying to get on the same page with his receivers, and he's doing it, quote, because of leadership. You know, Brady did it, gathering his guys at, at a high school. So... All these other guys are going, this is important. This is important, especially with new receivers, especially with guys coming into your system. It's not, you don't need to learn it, but they need to learn it. And they need to learn your nuances. So maybe it's not important for you to know them, but it's it's more important for them to know you. So, but again, I don't care. I just do not want to hear at all in the regular season or as we get to the postseason, about this whole thing of trust. Now, if, if throughout the regular season it proves to be problematic because guys are dropping passes consistently and you're on the same page and he's open and his hands are out in front and he's, he's going to catch the ball and he's turning and running without the football and dropping the football on a consistent basis, well, that's, that's on the receiver. 
But these are relationships as far as consistency and knowledge and nuance and character and characteristics. These are the, this is the time a lot of that stuff starts to get built. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Um, George says uh, the front office has half-hearted gone all in in the past four or five years. Don't you feel they're all in this year, though? I mean, when they changed things and they brought in uh, Preston and Zedaria Smith, Adrian Amos, and then last year, knowing they needed a, a middle linebacker, bringing in Devondre Campbell, don't you feel they're going all in? What I, I guess for those that feel they're not all in, what else do they need to do? And you got to remember, you got to do it within the salary restraints, and you got to have additional money left over. So for those that feel that they're not going all in or only doing it half-heartedly, what else? Could they do? They could have gotten Jarvis Landry at a cheaper price. That I agree with. That would have been one more element to this. But besides that, is there anything else that this front office has not done in recent history to, quote, go all in? Is there something that you feel Brian Gutekunst is not doing to give this team the best opportunity to win. 877-867-1670. Two hours down, two hours yet to go. Stay tuned. Whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. Road America app. You can listen live to the Trackwide PA broadcast with real-time updates on the races, driver interviews, sponsor details, and so much more. The app also allows you to watch live cams of popular locations all around the track. Go to RoadAmerica.com.